When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We have a lot of videos of the podcast and various other tutorials on YouTube. You can subscribe to our channel at mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash YouTube. Happy mixing and enjoy the show. Sorry, it's loud. I can't hear it. It's barely. One, two, three. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Mixing Music. I am your host, DK, and uh, we got a special episode today. We're going to talk about some low-end. We're going to get technical. We're going to do a quick mix breakdown. It's not quite a full mix breakdown. I don't know if we'll call it a mix breakdown, but the the point of today is we're going to talk about low-end. Today, I have two good friends and guests of today episodes, some of my favorite artists and people that I love to work with all the time, as well as some of my goodest, bestest friends here in, in the Utah Valley, Happy Valley, uh, my friends, Macon and Nelson. Yeah, what up? <laughs> What's up? Yeah. So uh, you want to introduce yourself just a little bit, Nelson first. Uh, I'm Nelson. I'm from Utah, and I have been making music for like four years couple things about nelson nelson is a producer and is extremely talented makes music himself goes by nels um as well as nelson rents is the one that rents my studio at night um and uh helps me pay rent (laughs) but also um nelson is extremely talented and one of my most favorite producers in the area just super awesome and is super hardworking and is just amazing uh macon who the heck are you i'm macon and i make music thank you (laughs) Couple things about Macon. Macon makes them like that hard eight awake club music. You feel me? That it makes anybody dance. Ooh. He's Mr. Studio Girl. Ooh. <laughs> but not on purpose, just through his music. <laughs> I'll I'll give it back later. Okay, good, good. <laughs> anyway, well, we're excited to talk about this episode. We have a music uh <laughs> a music, a music. We have a song prepared and that we're gonna play. Uh just a little bit of segments. We're gonna play the rough and we're gonna play uh, my mix and we're going to talk about the differences but we're specifically going to talk about the low end um this song is an unreleased well at the time of you hear this it's still unreleased but will later be released soon um this song is called flawless and this is a song written and performed by nels yeah do you want to talk about this song um i was just making a beat and then i really i really liked it and so <laughs> i um started writing to it and i ended up recording writing the whole thing in like two hours and the all the main vocals is just one take hook and verse the same take really yeah so wow. you like 
okay, cool. I yeah. messed up at the end, and I just kind of like yeah, you did, you I, did, and you left it in. And I was just like, whatever. I literally said whatever in the recording, and I just left it. Yeah, dude. It actually okay. First off, that that part was fire. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about the low end here. Um, and talk about what we did and how we make it cut through a little bit more. So I'm going to play you just about 10 to 30 seconds of the rough and then immediately play the same 10 to 30 seconds of the finished mixed beat. No, I'm finna blow these fucking speakers I got bass, I don't really have no problem leaving It's a shame if you ain't gon' fuck with the kid What are you lay I don't really work as hard as me Pick up the uh, so first off, I don't mean to compliment myself, but uh, <laughs> I thought it wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah, there was an obvious winner there. Um, and uh, my rough mix. No, I think, t- here's the thing, though. Nels. I think it was just mainly the beat. The the mix of the beat was trash. Like the vocals were all right. Yeah, yeah, and I th- I think so too. And I still and I think the vocals are still enhanced. But the point of today's episode is we're talking about the low end. Yeah, yeah. Um, go back and listen to it again. Focus on the low end if you didn't hear it. But 808s and the kick drum. Did you hear the difference in the 808 and the kick drum? Macon, what did you hear? Because this is not your song. You, you haven't really heard this. What did you hear? I just heard it bigger, you know? It's bigger. Yeah, bigger. It's like more confident. Just, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, you're using emotional words. Yes, I am. <laughs> Dude, I love it. It's confident. I, I think like, what about you, Nels? What did you hear? Um, the kick drum punches through like way more. Yeah. That, Yeah. I think that's what we did here. So we're going to talk a little bit about the technical stuff. But what I intended was the kick drum to punch through a lot more, to bass, the bass to be a lot more filling, mm-hmm. and um, added a lot of distortion to the bass. Um, and uh, obviously it's a little bit louder. I tried to volume match a little bit, but with the rough mix, due to the lack of saturation and EQ and stuff, even with the limiter on, I can't make it as loud as my mix. Not without the individual tracks, um, which is a whole other episode that we could talk about. But um, <clears throat> in this case, I want to talk about the low end. And go back and listen to it again. I'm, we're going to play the entire mix song. We'll call this Promotion for Nels. Sure, it's not released yet, so <laughs> just enjoy it on this podcast. Exclusive release here yeah. on, on Mixing Music. Um, but let's talk. I want to talk about two things. Let's talk about the 808 and the kick drum. 808 is the bass, the sub bass and the kick drum, and the relationship between the two, especially within hip-hop music. Let's start off by saying that defining, not the culture, but the culture of the genre of hip, hip-hop, you typically do not sidechain kick drums to bass. Yeah. You typically do not. That's an EDM pop thing, and you can do it. Unless, but it's usually a production choice. It's a production choice. Mm-hmm. It's not typical within the genre culture of hip-hop. Yeah. Um. Again, it's not a hard set rule. It's more of the fact that all of these records, the, the records, the idea of hip hop and all the records that have made hip hop what it is, none of them have side chaining. So it's not part of the genre sound. Um, it's not wrong or anything like that. So I don't want to say any hard, fast rules. So I want to make songs in the low end that it hits hard where it's not side chaining. So what did I do to the kick drum? So on this track specifically, what I did first, and I'm looking at you both and trying to explain this to you, is that. The first, very first thing is I did 
is I in Pro Tools you have something called um, the the input gain, right? The gain, the clip gain. There it is, the clip gain, and I can automate the clip gain. So it's not the volume; it's actually affecting the volume of the audio. So it's making the waves form smaller and larger. And I'm, I'm zooming in real close, and I'm looking at the kick drum. I'm looking at the sustain. I'm looking at the attack and the sustain. And I'm turning down the clip gain about 10 to 15 dBs during only the length of the kick drum. It's like a ramp. So I, I, I put a little dot. I pick another dot at the start of where the kick drum hits. So it's down 15 dBs. And then it's back to zero dBs or at, at neutral again, it's back to normal by the time that the sustain is done. So it's only the length of the kick drum. It's kind of like a manual side chain, except it's not a side chain because you can't hear it. Oh, wow. The entire point of it is it gives me headroom, like a few dBs of headrooms on the master room. So I can, I can actually literally master it. And with just doing that, I can master it a lot heavier. I can limit it a lot heavier um, just because... I was able to give myself more headroom. And it's not pulling away from the rest of the mix. Exactly. Yeah. It's not pulling away because it's not sidechaining. It's not pulling away. You, it's just literally just taking up, moving the space, the air, just during the kick drum. Yeah. Which is um, really easy to do. So what I did is I copied that clip gain and I pasted, tabbed to transients and pasted it really fast. Took me about 30 seconds if you know all the quick keys on Pro Tools. <laughs> um, but... uh. It's that's what I did. So that's the first thing that I did is I felt like I wanted the kick drum to come through, and one of the tricks is to manual sidechain. But but it, if you do it manually, it doesn't sound like sidechaining. So that's the number one thing. So after that, I focused on just the drums, and I wanted the kick drum to slap hard. There's what I call two frequencies in the kick drum in the bass area. There's this hit, frequency that hits you in the gut, you know, the sub, the low low stuff. And then the, there's the frequencies that, you know, Macon, we've talked about. Yeah. The frequencies that hit you in the chest. And the, yes, in the chest. You know, it's about 100 to 200K. Mm-hmm. It's low, but it's not sub. It's when you got your earbuds in and they just, yeah. if they're too loud, you can he- feel them in your ears. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's like smacks you in your chest versus your gut. Like yeah. sub bass, like really low stuff, like rumbles your your balls like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like, yeah 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 it makes <laughs> you want to pee yeah. it makes you want to pee <laughs> <laughs> but uh but what i wanted out of the kick drum is a little bit more of that like that chest hitting your chest frequency so i didn't just eq it um i really like the idea of eqing with saturation mm. so what i did is i put on a little radiator which has a really nice low mid bump kind of thing and i made the saturation bring out the low mids exactly where I wanted it to. Maybe I did a little bit of EQ, sure. Um, but mostly through the radiator. And then what I did is did the is the Jason Joshua trick that he explains in... First off, the whole entire Jason Joshua video, we all need to watch together. It's it's amazing. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. I think we all Hell talked yeah. about it on a previous episode. But even in just the trailer, you he talks about it where he has eight... Or no, ten NLS plugins Damn. going through the mass... Like the, the bus, <laughs> the drum <laughs> bus. And the... The NLS plugins, they don't really do anything, but 10 of them together do something, and it's amazing, and it really rounds out that kick drum. And so what I did is made this really chest-heavy, like, upper-low-mid, like, upper-lows, low-low-mids, like, that frequency that hits you in the chest. I emphasized that, so I molded the, the kick drum just a little bit, and then... So the bass could fill... The bass could just fill in the sub. The 808 can just fill in the sub frequencies. 
Um, and I know I'm talking and you guys are just making some comments and whatnot, but I also want to talk about the importance of saturation and distortion in uh, the bass. So not just this is not just um, hip-hop. This is with any genre. But bass frequencies, the reason why the R-tone or the Aventone mix cube or the, the ref-tone speakers, like the crappy little tiny speakers, the reason why those are so useful is because they don't have a lot of high-end and low-end information. It's a lot of mid-range. So you can so if you really can't hear the bass and the kick drum out of the speaker out of that tiny crappy speaker you're don't expect to be able to hear it out of your iPhone right Facts. and maybe some maybe some some like uh JBL type like bluetooth speakers yeah. maybe even definitely not the computer and maybe not even through some the, some earbuds right mm-hmm. airpods they don't go super duper low but they've got that huge bump in like that 50 40 60 hertz range not like yeah. the low low stuff but um yeah, anyway, but uh, so the entire point of distorting the low end, the bass, is to add frequencies and octave up, octaves up, right? So it's not to make it distorted like a rock guitar. The entire point is to add frequencies so it can be heard in higher octaves. So it gives, even through the small speaker, it gives a feeling of low bass. So because if you have a low-end sine wave that's literally just 60 hertz, that's not going to go through a lot of speakers. Then you distort it, and then you see the 120 and the 240 and the 480 hertz, you know, that that even saturation where it adds octaves? Yeah. You're going to hear those octaves. You might not hear the fundamental 60 hertz frequency, but you're going to hear the octaves, right? So we want to add octaves in a musical way. That way you feel it in your balls and in your chest. That way, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So the way that I did this, and this is a really awesome trick as well, is that I duplicated the 808. I soloed just the fundamental frequencies with high-pass and low-pass filters. I then added the Ibanez 808, the, the guitar pedal, the Tube Screamer, which is really, really, really musical distortion for low end i don't know why it works so well it's a guitar pedal it just works so good and then what i do is i add another high pass um sorry i add another high pass filter above like and take it to like 50 to 100 somewhere around there so it's literally just giving me the the saturation so it's literally giving me nothing else other than the saturation so that way and then i blend it into the 808 i give it just enough so i'm adding that saturation so you can feel it so you can hear it and it makes it feel louder. Um, but it's it's amazing because even if with that much distortion, it's actually not changing the tone when everything is turned on. Like you'd think that that distortion would cut through and it would sound distorted. But if you blend it right and do it right, you can't really hear the distortion. It still sounds the same. It just sounds thicker. Mm. You know? So um, what do you all think? How do, How is the low end and why is that important to music now? The clubs. It's always been important. Always, yeah. The Do you clubs. go to the club a lot, Macon? I try. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say that your music, which we will play on another episode, probably is is definitely more catered for that. Yeah, your your thing is eight weights, like yeah, and you're hitting them hard. I love, I love, love, love it. It's, the, it's what the kids want nowadays. You know, they want yeah. that. You make we, people dance. Macon is not for even the kids. <laughs> Macon is for the kids. <laughs> Facts. Uh, <laughs> No, but yeah, that's, I mean, it's always been uh, essential when it comes to hip-hop just because it makes it different than any other genre, just because it's, it's like the soul 
of the whole like song or beat you know exactly exactly if you don't got that 808 then it's just soulless i feel like yeah and it's so cool because the genre of hip-hop has the culture of the genre of hip-hop has changed over time yeah um and the low end feels different now than it did on older records Mm -hmm. but with you now you do this is this is atypical for you this music song like it doesn't sound like any of your other stuff you're more in the r&b realm like yeah. you're on the channel X cross between rap and R&B. Yeah. Um, what is what is your thoughts on low end and the importance of it? Oh, I think it's like the probably the most important part of the beat. Like I always focus on that. That's like one of the main focuses when I'm making a beat because I think if it's not the way it should be, like if it, if it doesn't feel right, like you change the bass, like even the bass line in a hip hop song, it can change the complete tone of the song. True. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's in the same key, mm-hmm. like it, it will completely change the tone of it. That's true. And Macon, you've sent me a couple songs where the 808, like it's so low that you can't really tell until I put on the distortion. I couldn't even tell that it's not even in the right key of the song. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, that's the vibe. Right. Yeah. It felt right. Exactly. And, and it's, it's just in the moment. I feel like, you know, I like going against the grain. And if it sounds good to me, then screw it. Anyone, anyone says it's like ah, it sounds oh, good yeah. to me. And and I was listening to it and at first. I was like, Yeah, you told me this you're like wrong. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I didn't think it felt wrong until I listened to it for about twenty minutes and yeah. realized that it was in the wrong key. <laughs> Up until then, I was like, Oh, this is vibing. This yeah, is amazing. Exactly. And then I started focusing on it and adding saturation. I was like, Wait, hold on, wait a second. This is totally the wrong note. And <laughs> and the crazy thing was that the sample that I was using for melody, it was already really weird and it wasn't like hip trap like trap or hip hop per se so i just needed to do something different as well and i can't i couldn't just be like okay here you know yeah. and my vocals were like going were catered to the 808 not the melody Absolutely. you know yeah so. and i i agree i think that um low end is very important and i think that getting it right is very important um sometimes it's not always about eqing and getting really, really specific and making the sub go beneath the bass and the kick drum. It's not always, there's not a prescribed way that works every single time. Um, some songs have a certain vibe and that's what they want to do. Exactly. Some songs just want to do something. Exactly. And you can't really, even no matter how much you mix it, it ends up being a type of way that the song just wants to be and you have to let it be, right? Because remember, I, I don't know if, like back then, let's say in the, in the 90s, like distorting a, a 808 was like the worst thing you can do. People would be mm-hmm. like mad at you. It like it was against. Clean. Yeah, yeah it, it was against any rule, you know? Yeah, and that, that makes sense. And now it's now it's totally yeah. opposite. And the well, ones who, and, and the engineers who didn't learn that, now they're out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because kids want to listen to that distortion. So if you can't do that, then you're out. It hits harder. It's also, so exactly. Funny. 80s music sorry a lot of like old like 80s like disco music you there's like very very little low end exactly like you, yeah to be honest like i listened to like a foo fighters track and i was like where is the trouble in the bass <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's literally just straight mid-range it, yeah. it sounds great and i think that's the genre of the the culture of the genre yeah. but at the same time coming from like a hip-hop where it's like all just treble the hi-hat and snare and and bass See, like that, the that, mid-range is nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's one thing that I that I, I felt like listening to rock. I love rock, but I felt like it was always missing something until like the new generation brought 
hip hop and put those 808s on like our uh, like a guitar or like an electric yeah. guitar and they just sound they're so beautiful like that's what it was like rock and roll needed it was that 808 you know yeah so well <laughs> low end for all the purists that's listening that's what you needed okay yes Let me i'm sorry i'm so sorry that's <laughs> what <laughs> but, i needed <laughs> but no it's true it's it's great and it's infinitely totally creative and you could do whatever you want the great exactly. thing in music is that there's no rules mm-hmm. um some people want rules so they make rules but don't believe them there are no rules yeah make the low end hit in the way that you want and sometimes honestly if you want more kick drum Sometimes it's not about side chaining. It's not about compression. It's not about EQ. Sometimes it's literally just turn the kick drum up. Facts. Like, yeah. just try yeah. that out first. You know, don't don't underestimate the basic moves. Um, on that note, we're signing off. Um, I'm going to play the rest of the song "Flawless" by Nels. Um, if you'd like to check out Macon, M A I K O N. No, M E I K A N. Dang it, M E I K A N. That's good. That's good. M E I K A N on Spotify, Apple, wherever title. Is yes, um, And he just released a song, "Icy." It's and, the season. Yeah, that's right. And maybe we'll talk about that on another episode. But oh, uh, yeah. um, Macon's going to be releasing music every week, every Friday for the next at least the next fifty weeks. Pressure. I love that shit. <laughs> So uh, before we finish up and play Flawless and play the ending music, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to have the ending music. So I'm going to let the trail, like the final music, my one, two, three, yeah. my, my nice funky music. I'm going to let that play. And then I'm going to play Flawless after the funky music. All right. um, so stick around after the end credits for that song if you want to listen to it. It's a dope song. If you liked what you heard on just, it's amazing. Um, and then you can judge my mixing, um, which is great. I'm really confident and you can... Listen to how awesome I am. Oh, and listen, <laughs> if you have a chance, listen to it with like a really low end heavy confident because it will. Yeah, dude, it's it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, on that note, uh, what are your tags, Nelson? How can people find you? Um, just look me up on any social media under Nels Music eight zero one. That's N E L S Music eight zero one. Nice, Nels yeah. Music eight zero one. Macon. Macon eight zero one. That's M E I K A N. M A I K O N. M E I K. Whatever, just follow me, feel me? Wait, 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 wait. hold on. M E I K A N. M E I K A N. M E I K A N 801. Yes. Okay. Follow Macon, follow Nels. These guys are going places. Um, we got some a lot of fun projects that we're working on together right now. Um, but on that note, stay saucy. Happy mixing. Please leave a five-star review if you haven't already. I really, really appreciate those. Those reviews help my channel grow and motivates me to spend more time putting more content on for y'all. Um, doing episodes like this with a little bit of a mixed breakdown, um, it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit more time-consuming. And when I know that y'all are appreciating it, it makes me want to do more of them. So I really appreciate all the support so far. You really helped me out with those reviews. Um, if you have any questions or want to see my daily mixing life, Check me out on Instagram, DK Mixes, spelled out, D-E-E-K-E-I Mixes. Um, or email me a MP3 of a mix for some free feedback. I always offer free feedback for every mix that I hear. Send me an email, MP3, an email to DKMixes at gmail.com. D-E-E-K-E-I Mixes at gmail.com. Thank you so much. One, Happy two, mixing. Stay three. saucy, my friends. <laughs>
This episode of Mixing Music with DK has been brought to you by Launchpod Media. If you want to start a podcast, make sure to start it right with Launchpod Media. Are you tired of using Google Drive or Dropbox to send files to clients? Well, never get burned again with FilePass. I love and use FilePass exclusively for sending files to my clients. It's a cloud file sharing website specifically made by engineers for engineers. It's absolutely amazing. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash FilePass to check out the full feature list and subscribe today. Never lose another dime to burned projects. Happy mixing, my friends, and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.